0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. P D W Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the PGA DFS course and player preview for the Honda Classic. And, of course, I'm recording this as early as possible on Monday morning, so... If you are watching this another time, a good day to you all, and I hope your Hanna Classic week has started off smoothly. Now typically this golf course, or this tournament I should say, tournament and golf course, has been at the beginning of the Florida Swing rather than the last part of it. So we've been used to now lower scores, lots of water balls, and the like. Where in years past, this being the first stop of the Florida swing, we come off of the West Coast where typically, except for Farmers Insurance, scores are really low. Desert Classic, Waste Management, and the like. So it is typically a staunch change. But given the fact that we've been in Florida now for three weeks, scores have been eh, not all that high. You know, winning scores have been pretty manageable and a ton of water balls. We are going to certainly be prepared this week. I don't think we'll have a Honda Massacre situation, if you will, as this tournament is where that uh, term was coined. A lot of the chalk typically gets eaten up here at this course. So let's see who that chalk might be this year. As I mentioned, it is the Honda Classic. It is played played, at PGA National. It's a par 70, 70, 7,100 yards. So one of the only par 70 stops that's not a major here on the PGA Tour. Driving accuracy and greens and regulation. Well, they're going to be basically the same as last week and the week before. About sixty-two percent on the driving accuracy, about fifty-five percent on the greens of regulation. Average green size right around seven thousand square feet, though. So I guess a little bit smaller than last week, a little bit bigger than the Arnold Palmer. We of course have Bermuda here this week in Florida. Typically, you don't see anything other than Bermuda here in Florida. Maybe sometimes as you get more up north, you get some other things. I know there was much to be made about the, the, uh, the grass types last week. We don't have to worry about that this week that much. Hardest holes. Well, the bear trap 15 to 17 certainly catches a ton of water balls, but don't end up playing as uh, the hardest holes, I should say. A lot of them are hard, <laughs> if you will uh but there are a couple on the front end that play hard the easiest are obviously the two par fives but even the second par five which is the 18th hole that's got water on your drive and water on the approach shot so many big numbers will be made there not just an eagle but there will be some double bogeys and probably even some triple bogeys if you will uh top dfs score last year it was right around 105 points nothing spectacular it is a low scoring event Look for the guys that are grinding it out. I think last year the top GPP score was like 425 points. There were some guys that scored 60 in the winning lineup. So it goes to show you it is not going to take that much this week. It is 144 players in this field, 12 players short of last week's. There's no one in the world's top 10 here playing this week. They are all gearing up for, of course, Augusta in just three short weeks. Let's see. We got this week. Got the match play the week after. Then we got the Houston Open, I think, or the Valero. And it was one of those Texas tournaments before we, of course, head on over to Augusta. So, really, not that much time. A lot of golfers will just play in the match play here next week, skipping out of the Honda Classic. So, the Honda Classic being moved to this spot certainly gets their field hurt. Um, but there was always going to be some casualties, especially in this quote unquote super season where we have four mages, the Olympics, the Ryder Cup. We've got it all coming this year. So I guess not too much of a surprise to see a couple get knocked around. We'll be back here in Florida at my home course two weeks after the Masters at the Valspar Championship. It is going to be hot and steamy there at the end of April for the Valspar, but it'll still be a fun event. So. Let's go ahead and learn about some of the players that are playing here this week. Sponsors exemptions. Getting in, Rafa Cabrera-Bello and Matt Wallace are finding themselves into this field based on their 2018-2019 standing. Got to go back quite a ways to find them. Sponsor exemption, Patty Harrington, is going to join a lot of his uh, European Tour contingent team. Uh, Martin Keimer also going to get a sponsor invite this week. And a couple more guys. Lucas Herbert, Roy Ishikawa, Kamimu Johnson, and Chase Kepka will have at least one Kepka in the field here this week. As Brooks probably out until the Masters, hasn't mentioned if he's going to play there or not. We certainly hope he will. Okay, now we get into the players a little bit. Top ranked player here, Daniel Berger. Daniel Berger. Anytime he's the top player in the field, you just uh, you kind of cringe a little bit as you know the type of week it's going to be, but. Sometimes these weeks uh can end up being some of the best given the fact that there aren't that many good players, people don't know who to play. Sometimes they don't play because of it or just play terrible plays. Um in of itself. So a couple more golfers. Here's what I expect the top price to be. I expect Daniel Berger will come in at 11,100. Sung JM, I have him coming in at 11,000. So both of them within $100. Maybe even Sung JM given the fact that he's defending champion will be a little bit higher. Maybe 11.2 on Sung J, 11 on Berger. Maybe, maybe they push those in the 11s. Typically, they do, especially with the winner. Uh, odds have not quite dropped yet. It's 9 a.m. here, so I expect them out within the half hour to the hour. So Sung JM Daniel Berger definitely 1-2 on the board. Then we're going to get Adam Scott. I suspect he'll come in at about $10,400, 600 cheaper. Joaquin Neiman, he'll come in $200 cheaper than Scott at ten two. Lee Westwood, I suspect they'll put him all the way up to at least 9800 then we've got a couple of more guys that I expect to be priced up here. Shane Lowry coming off his best start in a while. He'll probably be at about $9,400. Uh, let's see, a couple of more guys here. Maybe just at, at this point, it's going to end up being, this is why it gets a little crazy, Gary Woodland will probably come in at 9200 So go ahead, let's let's review quickly. we got Sung Jae at eleven. Dan Berger at 10.8. See, I'm already changing. Adam Scott at 10.4. Joaquin Neiman at 10.2. Lee Westwood at 9.8. Shane Lowry, Gary Woodland coming in at the low nines, 9.4, and 9.2. So uh, uh, that will do it for my course and player preview here for the Honda Classic. Of course, check out the rest of my top five video series that'll be coming out throughout the week. We've got bets to start us off. Then we go into the values, the fades, and the sleeper. So be on the lookout for those. And the best way to be on the lookout for them, like, and subscribe to our video. More on the subscribe side, of course. If you subscribe, you'll get notified right when these do come live. So be sure to do that and check it out. So until next time, everybody, good luck this week at the Honda Classic, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.